Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Chris Garada, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is covenant, how we keep our sacred promises. May you be blessed for the Christian journey. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. A reading from the third chapter of Jonah, verses 1 through 10. The word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time, saying, Get up, go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah sent out and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly large city, a three days walk across. Jonah began to go into the city, going a day's walk, and he cried out, Forty days more, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And the people of Nineveh believed God. They proclaimed a fast, and everyone, great and small, put on sackcloth. When the news reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, removed his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. Then he had a proclamation made in Nineveh. By the decree of the king and his nobles, no human being or animal, no herd or flock shall taste anything. They shall not feed, nor shall they drink water. Human beings and animals shall be covered with sackcloth, and they shall cry mightily to God. All shall turn from their evil ways and from the violence that is in their hands. Who knows? God may relent and change his mind. He may turn from his fierce anger so that we do not perish. When God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil ways, God changed his mind about the calamity that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. Here ends the reading. I am so pleased to welcome you all to this Linton podcast series. I continue to hear such positive feedback about these podcasts, and speaking for the clergy, it's a privilege to be able to walk with you each day and be with you as we all seek after God in our daily life. Today is Ash Wednesday, the day when we begin one of the most sacred seasons in the church year. Today, countless people around the world will receive the mark of ash on their forehead, signifying that life is short. When we mark foreheads with ashes, we say, You are dust, and to dust you shall return. This mark of ash is particularly profound this year because we have crossed the one-year line in our global pandemic, where more than two million people have died across the world. Unlike at any point in my lifetime, the thin veil of death seems to be everywhere. I am grateful to live my life grounded in the faith that this world is not all there is, that this life is not all there is. I preach regularly that death is not the end of life, but that life is simply changed. We live in a new way, in a new reality, and our faith is that we live more fully with God. My own faith has not come cheaply or easily, but through years of work committing to a life of discipleship, and a major turning point came through the influence of Jonah. As a first-year graduate student in Atlanta, I was planning a career in global human rights. I was pursuing dual degrees in religion and law with the hopes of working in the diplomatic corps or even in the political sphere to help realize the hope of universal human rights for all. I was working hard in school, and I was also working hard on my family. Nicole and I had just gotten engaged and had joined the Episcopal Church. 
Well, through the process of joining the Episcopal Church, our priest encouraged me to participate in a process of discerning vocation. In Atlanta, that process was very broad and helped people identify as teachers, caregivers, missionaries, and more, including the priesthood. I went through the process, and in the end, the pastoral leaders of that process recommended me for ordination to the priesthood. Now, you might think I immediately said yes, but I did not. Instead, I thanked them for their faithful work in facilitating the program and said no thank you to the priesthood. Being a priest wasn't what I wanted. I had a plan, and being a priest wasn't part of it. Today, we begin our Lenten journey by hearing a passage from the book of Jonah. Jonah was called by God to be a prophet, to speak God's word to the major city of Nineveh and instruct them to repent. But Jonah didn't want to go to Nineveh. He didn't want to preach repentance to the people there, and so he ran. Jonah ran to the sea and got on a boat, but was soon thrown off the boat by the sailors and swallowed by a big fish. Jonah was in the belly of that big fish for three days and three nights before he was spewed onto the beach. That's where today's passage picks up. God says to Jonah a second time, get up, go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim to it the message that I tell you. Jonah finally agrees, preaches to the people in Nineveh, and the people repent and turn toward God. This story is imaginative and graphic. I mean, can't you see Jonah being swallowed by the big fish? But this story is also incredibly profound. How many of us, when God calls us to go and do, respond with, no thanks. We have a plan. We have our own hopes and our own dreams and our own ambitions, and God's call just doesn't fit. How many of us, in our own way, turn and run from the work God calls us to do? A couple weeks after politely declining to pursue the priesthood, the Bishop of Atlanta called me and asked if I'd come meet with him. Well, of course, Bishop, I said, and was in his office just a few days later. He said that the leaders of the vocational discernment program thought I should be a priest. And I replied, well, that's really nice, but I don't want to be a priest. And without blinking, he looked me straight in the eye and said, you don't always get what you want. Well, I was a little stunned. I mean, at 23, I was pretty sure I could definitely get what I wanted. And everything in my life at that point seemed to agree with me. But what the bishop did next changed my life. He took his Bible and opened it to the story of Jonah. And then he calmly read this passage and said, you can run from God's call now, but God's call will catch up with you later. Why not just say yes? And in that moment, I felt God's presence in a way I never had. I felt the spirit in me as I never had. And I said, yes. Today, we begin a new season of Lent, a season when we all hear God's call to turn toward the path God sets before us. Now, most of us, like me, don't want to follow that path at first. Perhaps you still resist that path. But today, we are invited into a season of discernment about our own gifts, our own call, and our own godly work. Take time each day to listen to God's voice, to feel the presence of the Spirit, 
and respond. You can run from God's call now, but God's call will catch up with you later. Why not just say yes? Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty and most merciful God, we remember before you all poor and neglected persons whom it would be easy for us to forget, the homeless and the destitute, the old and the sick, and all who have none to care for them. Help us to heal those who are broken in body or spirit and to turn their sorrow into joy. Grant this, Father, for the love of your Son, who for our sake became poor, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.